Hi, welcome to our podcast. This is why we're all depressed. And today we're going to be talking about the uh, international hacktivist group Anonymous. So Anonymous is an international hacktivist movement, which is known for its cyber attacks against government institutions, agencies, and corporations. Their first project was pretty much Project Chinology, which targeted the Church of Scientology, and uh, it originated in 2008. And the group wears the guy fox masks, like the the ones from Before Vendetta. Mm-hmm. I and love that movie. Honestly, that movie was so good. Mm-hmm. I have like the point is going back to Anonymous. Anonymous is a group that uh, opposes internet censorship, and they also take stands against other stuff like homophobia or pretty much just any political issue at that time that they mm-hmm. feel against. Like the first time I heard about Anonymous was like from you, and I thought they were just like a internet. What is it? What is it called? Like a meme. Yeah, a meme. Yeah, a meme and uh, kind of a urban legend. I don't think that's the right word, but that's basically what I thought they were. But uh, yeah, like, but actually, it turns out they have some pretty like good shit going on. Dude, they... I I was looking through their Twitter. You right, like you do, mm-hmm. and honestly, whoever runs that Twitter account, like props to them. Like you know, so their first project was Project Technology, uh, in which Anonymous moved against the church. Of Scientology on grounds of internet censorship. This was in 2008, and the ordeal began when a video of Tom Cruise rambling about his Scientology beliefs was released to the church and tried to take it down. Honestly, I took a look at that video. It was a little bit creepy, um, not to be offensive, but anyways, anonymous first tried interfering with the church website and prank calling, which basically disrupted day-to-day functions. And then they took on more legitimate means, such as sending protesters to the church's doorsteps. Uh, the project finally ended after two like, years of- Wait, they, they, they sent protesters to the church's doorstep, like like Postmates but with protesters? Yeah. But- they Uber Eats protesters <laughs> to the door of the church. No, no, no. I think what they did was they encouraged like uh, protesters to go to the church and protest. Oh, okay, you know, that that would make a lot more sense than just, like, hiring people to protest. Okay, okay that would be, really, be really cool, though, if you can just hire people to protest for you. I mean, like, everybody's broke nowadays. I'm sure people would do it. <laughs> Anyways, um, back to what's at hand. The project finally, after two years of intermittent hacking and prank calling, was anonymous turning to other targets of interest. Honestly, I kind of feel yeah. bad for the church. Like, two years of prank calling, like, intermittent prank calling, that's pretty... I mean, I'm pretty sure the Church of Scientology is, like, just, uh, they're just dicks. But, I mean, like, at the same time, two years of straight-up prank calling, I feel like they could have just hired a bunch of 12-year-olds to do that for them, you know? That that would be true. That would. I mean, like, a few of their other um, operations, like Operation Tun- Tunisia, they're, like, a bit, um, what's it called, less juvenile, I guess. Mm-hmm. So Operation mm-hmm. Tunisia was um, in support of the Arab Spring Movement which were essentially just a series of anti-government protests. And the protests were in response to the low living conditions in Tanzania and the uh, pretty much the oppressive regimens that the citizens felt from the government. So the group of Anonymous, they pretty much created a way for the citizens to protect their browsers from government surveillance, as well as coming up with ways to like um, take down the government websites. And they also like blocked the Prime Minister of Tanzania, Mohamed Yanoki, I think, and uh, they placed the inf- they replaced the information on the site with a message from anonymous, 
I mean, like, that's a little, they, like, upgraded quick on their um, stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, they went from prank calling to, like, taking down government websites <laughs> in about, like, a year. That's actually, like, a full-on escalation, though. Like, you know when you're yeah. just, like, so tired, but then if something happens, you go from zero to a hundred? Yeah, yeah. It's like the organization went through puberty, you yes, know? Yes, exactly. It's like puberty for hackers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, like, some of the other attacks that they did, a lot of them actually relate back to the organizations that support homophobia. So, like, for example, in 2011, the group attacked the Westboro Baptist Church after, like, the church announced that it would picket the funerals of fucking Sandy Hook Elementary School shooting victims. I mean, like, first of all, what the fuck? Like, who who decides to do that, right? <laughs> so Anyways, most, I mean... It's the most random shit ever, like... <laughs> I know! Like, okay, I, I you know this. We were planning this episode, and I visited the... Uh, God I visited their Yeah, I visited the Westboro Baptist Church's website, and I was just listening to it, and I'm like... What the fuck? You okay? They have music videos. Mm-hmm. They have parodies mm-hmm. of like popular music, and they literally. Oh my god! There was a song named "God Hates Fags," which I mean, I'm sorry for saying that word, but like, you know, that's literally what it was called. And they had the music video, and the entire time it was just this like 50 year old guy just like gospel singing in the back. It, point is, they kind of deserve whatever comes to them, right? So the Annans published the names, phone numbers, and home addresses, along with other personal information of the church's members, and brought down, um, and this is what the website is called, again, godhatesfags.com, with um, a DDoS attack. And the group even went against major parts of the U.S. government in 2012. For example, the U.S. Department of Justice when it shut down the um, megaflow on allegations of copyright infringement, Annan's responded with attacks on the U.S. government and copyright organizations, shutting down stuff like the RIAA and a bunch of similar organizations. But, like, get this. They even, like, shut down the FBI and, like, they made attacks against them as well, which I feel like is, like, that's a fat-ass power move. That's that's the biggest big dick move ever. <laughs> the biggest big dick move ever. It is, it is the very definition of the big dick move. Anyways, in addition, the group also hacked the Prime Minister of Uganda after the Parliament of Uganda was considering an anti-homosexuality law, which would have allowed capital punishment for, like, homosexuals. The organization even launched an attack against the Bay Area Rapid Transit after the police shot and killed Charles Hill, uh, who is an American diplomat and lecturer. Oh, I feel like like Bay Area Rapid Transit uh, is like very specific, but also like the fact that they notice like these small details, not just like only focusing on big organizations, is also like pretty interesting. I feel like. Well, I mean, if you think about it, pretty much every organization is a dick organization. <laughs> but yeah, no, I I feel like it's really interesting that they're able to get such a wide scope. Mm-hmm. Stuff, yeah, that's right? what I was trying. Like the fucking Bay Area transit all the way to a whole ass prime minister of a country, uh-huh. right? Like that that's crazy. A wide range. A very wide range. They are they're as versatile as like a sixteen year old hormonal cancer, <laughs> you know? Oh my god, what's with you in like puberty today? You know what? I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh, my little sister's going through puberty right now. 
So that explains everything. Pretty much my entire life is hell. So, and I blame puberty. So you know. All right then. All right, now we're gonna move on to pedophiles. My favorite oh, I love, topic. I mean, no, no, I don't love pedophiles. I hate pedophiles. But honestly, okay, that I love this segment of it. This segment of it. Okay, I I know that first sounded came out wrong, but um. He, I don't. Okay, I don't actually love pedophiles because you know. Um, that would be counterproductive but i do like the segment that they've done Mm -hmm. all right okay so in addition to attacking homophobic organizations anonymous also took down more than 40 sites containing child pornography during their operation darknet during this process it published the names of up to 1500 people who visited these sites frequently the biggest of which known as lolita city and the f- name Lolita City. There's, I feel like there's something wrong with the name, but I can't quite put my finger on it. I mean, Lolita is pretty much like a young girl. Yeah, exactly. Right? But they, like a city. A similar operation took place on February in 2015, when anonymous members used more legal means to gather information and incriminating evidence to identify sex criminals. Uh, including current U.S. President Donald J. Trump, uh, many other high-ranking members of the Catholic Church, billionaire Jeffrey Epstein, and former U.S. Ambassador to Belgium Howard Gutman. These are just names a few of the most famous ones. There are much more out there. But I like to stress that this operation is not Operation Darknet. It's a different operation, but I couldn't find a name for it. And it's also different from Operation Darknet in that it uses legal means by using like court uh, evidences and like court hearings those like published uh, public evidences to gather these criminals brought and like one of the biggest problems this operation tries to address is how like organizations are corrupt and will not go after sexual perverts in positions of power uh, including the problem of how self-governing institutions often don't punish people within the institution. One example can be how U.S. soldiers stationed overseas are buying and using young girls as sex slaves. I think this was in Bosnia. If you look it up, you can find you can probably find a lot of article about it. But the fact that like military have their own branch of courts, and during those courts, um, military personnel can have protection. Another example is, again, the Catholic Church, high-ranking Catholic Church members, um, are some of them are pedophiles, and they get protection beca- because the church is like a whole institution, and they can't, like, lose face in front of the entire world. Yeah, I, I mean, like, that's probably the stupidest thing about it, when people are able to cover up their actions and stuff just because, you know, they don't want everybody to, quote-unquote, lose face. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like if, like, statistically speaking, if all the pedophiles were really, like, you know, brought to light, like, that's, like, what, a third of the population in jail or something? Like, a third is a lot. Like, maybe, like, a thirteenth. But, like, that's still a lot of people going to jail. And that's, like, yeah, that probably fuck up the entire world. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, I don't know. It just kind of annoys me that they would do that. Yeah, like... But, uh, and, like, remember yesterday we were talking about how all the perverts and murderers and serial killers we know are the ones that, like, we, like, actually caught? And, like, there's much more out there? Yeah, that's so true. I mean, like, I guess the the weird thing is you, you like, never know who it could uh-huh, be. Like, for, exactly. For the two of us, like, 
I mean, you know, we kind of had a, not a wake-up call, but, like, it was really weird for us to understand the entire concept that you really don't know who somebody is. Exactly. Until, you know, they get they get legal consequences for doing the fucked up stuff they are doing. I can't believe he was actually, like, stupid enough to, like, email, like, yeah, have I mean, like, evidence. Yeah, context, there was a teacher in our school who, uh, you know, who, yeah. who was also pedophilic, but, I mean... Yeah, no, that's a completely different thing. Going back to anonymous and their um, quote unquote badassery in this situation, <laughs> I mean, it continues on into like how anonymous they launched an operation. Uh, I think it's called a- the Anti Bully Operation Hunt Hunter or, or something like that. In relation to uh, Hunter Moore's revenge porn site, uh, the porn- revenge porn site was called Is Anyone Up? And uh, pretty much anonymous crashed more servers and public- publicized all of his uh, personal information online, including his social security number, which, like, he deserves that, right? Like, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. And the organization also published the personal information of, like, copycats who, like, copied more um, website and also did a bunch of revenge porn stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Revenge porn. It's Yeah, that's... Scratch that. Those creepy old men, you know, whose girlfriend breaks up with them, accidentally sends them some pictures, and then they decide, I'm going to post them online, or they have sex tapes, and they decide to post oh my God, those online without so permission. so disgusting. Like, what right do you have to do that? Like, you know? I know. I mean, like, this point, it's kind of stupid, but honestly, I've thought about it, and I've decided that if somebody ever does that to a picture of me, I'm just going to lie and say it's Photoshop. Yeah, no, my my boobs don't look that good in real life. That's that's definitely not me. <laughs> Some people, Photoshop has gotten really like big detail these years. Dude, I, I'm not gonna lie to you. I love Photoshop. <laughs> you do? I mean, it's very useful. You know, it can do a lot of stuff. Uh, especially, uh, you know, fuck with your friends' pictures. But the main thing is that. You know, I have a go-to plan. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay. Very, a plan for everything. Mm-hmm. I have a plan for everything. I'm like Batman, but, you know, lazy and uncoordinated. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, now we're getting a little off topic. Anyways, next we're going to move on to my second favorite part of the podcast, which is the Westboro Baptist Church. Okay. You might have, like, we, we mentioned them earlier with the godhatefags.com which is their website and the music videos but here i'm going to introduce a new part of this church's identity which is um rioting outside military funerals um to provide more context in 2011 anonymous released a letter accusing the westboro baptist church of bigotry and fanaticism describing the church as quote-unquote an assembly of graceless sociopaths and maniacal chauvinists i feel like that's like my favorite sentence ever graceless sociopaths that's your favorite Mm -hmm. sentence my favorite sentence is the comeback. Oh, yes, yes. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Anyways, the church, which was most famously noted for protesting outside funerals of U.S. military personnel, have been condemned for its aggressive anti-gay campaigning. Um, They responded defiantly and urged Anonymous to bring it. 
And this is like my favorite part. Like, then this is Ishika's favorite part. This is everyone's favorite yeah. part. And then, yeah. so anyways, the church responded uh, and branded Anonymous as quote unquote a puddle of pimple face nerds. End quote. I, I swear to God. <laughs> like, like, just take a second to think about it. This is all a bunch of old white men. They're, the 50 year olds all put their heads together and just said, I'm gonna call these guys a bunch of nerds. A fucking dumbass. There's women as well. There's a lot of uh, white women there as well. Like from the pictures. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there are a bunch of white women, but uh, what's it called? Middle aged? The leadership? What am I trying to say? I don't want to say leadership. <laughs> like the people who deal with all the important stuff, kind of, in the church, they're all men. Like they have. Um, What's it called? They have a thing on their website that says that. Oh, okay. Yeah, it talks about that. Anyways, the fact that, like, like Anonymous uh, described the church as graceless sociopaths, and then the church responded as a puddle of pimple-faced nerds. (laughs) This is the dumbest (laughs) response ever. It's like the equivalent of saying your mom gay, but, like, they don't want to say gay because they're homophobic. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Right? It's so oh my god, I, I love it. Anyways, and by the way, legislation have been passed banning Westboro members from protesting close to military funerals. Um, that's kind of like one of the most randomest shit ever, but I have felt the need to include it. Like, le- legislation have been passed to ban them. Like, that's how bad yeah. it gets. Anyways, anonymous attack on the church website, godhatefags.com, was successful, and the website was taken down. Sorry, every time I hear someone say godhatefags.com, I just, it just hurts a bit of it, <laughs> you know, deep down. <laughs> Anyways, moving on from that, um, you mm-hmm. know, the last bit of my heart, which was broken off. <laughs> so there was another operation by the name of um, Operation, and I'm going to butcher this, Let's Craig, I think, mm-hmm. against pretty much neo-Nazis um, and other hate groups which have inflicted unprecedented damage. Especially anonymous attacked various sites and released in a shit ton of personal information about fascist supporters. So, um, and the biggest websites that they targeted were Stormfront.org, which was disabled in 2012, and it claimed 240,000 registered members it also had a shit ton of propaganda against black people, non-white immigrants, LGBTQ people, and blue Jews as well. Which, I mean, I feel like they were going for the trifecta right there, you know, like a Pokemon collectible mm-hmm. type thing, but with racism. <laughs> and although the site was back up within the next few days, many of its supporters lost anonymity, and anonymous published personal information online, and potentially, and hopefully, I guess, scared away many of the people I I love it. I love how like um, neo Nazis are now like like forgetting about not really forgetting, but like putting like black non white immigrants LGBTQ people in front of jewels, and then they have like jewels at the. Am I saying this right? Jewels, 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 Oh my god! I can't say every time I say jewels. Yeah, no. Every every time you say jewels, I think my ears are broken because I hear jewels. Yes, exactly. I think. Well, I mean, okay, I guess. I, I'm, I'm thinking. I can't, say, I can't speak for some reason. Jews, yeah, Jews, yeah. Jews. Um, they're putting Jews at the end of the list. Like, <laughs> I like. I mean, from what I know about Nazis, I, I thought Jews would be at the top of the list. 
But you know what? They're putting them at the end. Yeah, I mean, I guess I get what you're saying. Like, all the uh, anti-Semitic behavior that Jews face isn't really, like, publicized mm-hmm. as much, yeah. you know, or isn't that public, I guess. So it, it kind of seems that there's more um, neo-Nazis are, like, putting more homophobia forward. And, you know, they're putting their front runners up and stuff. Yeah, no, I, I think it's kind of weird, too. But I also guess it's, like, situational change mm-hmm. where... Um, like, I don't want to say the government, but the government and pretty much the political sphere. One of the more recent problems that Anonymous has been addressing is the first uh, protest. So in the wake of the fatal police shooting of unarmed African-American Michael Brown in Ferguson, Missouri, Operation Ferguson, a hacktivist organization that claimed to be associated with Anonymous, by the, by the way, we do not know. Uh, if they are actually associated with Anonymous, we just, like, search it up in the website. The articles we looked at says they're associated. They organized a cyber protest against the police, setting up a website and a Twitter account. The group promised that if any protesters were harassed or harmed, they would attack the city's servers and computers, taking them offline. So the city officials said that emails are supposed to be targeted and phones died while the internet crashed at the city hall. In November of 2014, Anonymous declared a cyber war on the Ku Klux Klan. The previous week after the Ku Klux Klan had made death threats following the Ferguson riots, they hacked the KKK's Twitter account, attacked servers hosting the KKK sites, and started to release of um, personal details of the members. And so essentially, like, this is all just a compilation of stuff that Anonymous has done in the past in support of the Black Lives Movement. Mm-hmm. Though another instance is in 2014, Anonymous shut down the Cleveland City website and posted a video after Tamir Rice, a 12-year-old boy who was only armed with a fucking BB gun, was shot to death by a police officer in Cleveland Park. And, by the way, this is just, like, going off topic real quick, probably the worst case of police brutality in my personal opinion. Just because, you know, like I know a bunch of other young black individuals have died because of this, but you know, they're fucking 12 and they're like, ah, this child has a gun, I'm gonna shoot them, you know? And it, was, it wasn't even like a real gun, it was a BB gun. Like Exactly! Like, the fuck is a guy gonna do with a BB gun? And honestly, like, even if a 12 year old had an actual gun, your first response is to shoot them? Like, it was weird. I mean, I guess the only reason it knows you so much is because. The whole claim of, like, police are human, too. You know, they were afraid as well. Like, who mm-hmm. the fuck is about to be afraid of a 12-year-old with a gun, right? Exactly. And, like, uh, when, when you think police being afraid, I think of Breonna Taylor. Because the police went into her home uninvited. And then they were so scared that they shot her. What was it, seven times or eight times? I have no idea. I know it was a lot. Yeah, they just shot her until, you know, yeah, you she know, died. I mean... Everybody gets scared when they break into somebody else's house. And then, after shooting them a few times, you know, to the point where they probably can't move, they just decide, I'm so afraid that I'm going to shoot them a little more, you know? And they were, after they shoot them a little more, they realize, oh, my bad, I, we're in the wrong house. Oh, like, my, what the? my bad, we're in the wrong house. And we just killed this random person just sleeping in their own house. Oh, I oh swear to God. God, that's the dumbest thing. 
going back to the whole anonymous, because mm-hmm. I could honestly talk about peace, brutality, stupidity forever. Uh, essentially, anonymous um, also used DIN verified to uncover the phone number and addresses of a police officer involved in the shooting of Samir Rice. And in the wake of the protests across the U.S. following the killing of George Floyd because recent, obviously, Anonymous released a video on Facebook as well as um, sending it out to the Minneapolis Police Department titled Anonymous's Message to the Minneapolis Police Department, which has originality, you know, and in which uh, Anonymous essentially stated that they were going to seek revenge on the Minneapolis Police Department and quote-unquote expose their crimes to the world, which, I mean, pop off, you know, like, go for it. Honestly, isn't, like, their crimes already exposed to the world? Um, I or... mean, I guess it's just a few of them. I'm sure there's more. Oh, okay, so they're exposing more crimes, additional crimes. And another one of our more recent high-profile operations or accusations is concerning Trump. So Anonymous collectively tweeted that they have uploaded a number of documents to the script account of Operation Death Eaters that contains incriminating evidence against U.S. President Donald J. Trump and Jeffrey Epstein in multiple cases of pedophilia, rape, and sexual assault. Again, this goes back to how institutions protect each other. So according to what they found, Epstein and Trump were co-defendants in the one case. The alleged documents are legal documents of the ordeal which state that the plaintiff who remains unnamed was subject to rape, sexual misconduct, forcible touching, false imprisonment, severe bodily injury, battery, what is it? Okay, so battery is essentially just like beating the crap out of people, but like, you know, put it into legal terms. Okay, battery is the, I thought, yeah, I thought that was a typo. You didn't know battery is an actual legal term, I know. I mean, like, it's how false imprisonment is used instead of kidnapping. Uh, it is kind okay. of weird. Oh, and more? There was more? Yeah, there was there was a lot more. Like, I was looking over the legal documents, or the alleged legal documents, and whoa. That paragraph just listing the stuff that um uh, the plaintiff had to endure was hefty. Like, it, it was so long. It oh my so god. Holy sh... There's yeah. more. Wow. Yeah. The document noted that the plaintiff was 13 at the time, which makes her a minor, and apparently the plaintiff was promised money and chances in a modeling career if she were to attend certain parties which often had other minor females. Allegedly, Trump attended at least four of these parties while consciously knowing that those in the parties and the plaintiff were all minors. And I mean, I was uh, reading, I was the one who was reading the uh, alleged legal documents. So I also like the more um, explicit parts, which I'm going to start talking about right now. So apparently the defendant tied the victim to the bed, exposed himself to the plaintiff, and then proceeded to forcefully rape them. And during the course of the attack, quote unquote, the uh, plaintiff pleaded with defendant Trump to stop but with no effect. Trump responded to the plaintiff's pleas by violently striking the plaintiff in the face with his open hand and saying that he would do whatever he wanted whenever he wanted. And so the document pretty much entails that the defendant allegedly, or Trump allegedly, told the victim that if she told anyone about what happened, this is exact wording, her family would be physically harmed or even killed. 
And I mean, like, that's just, like, what the fuck, right? I mean, even if it has a slight possibility to be real, it's pretty impactful, right? Even, like, even if this, even if it's fake, like, the whole thing is pretty fucked up, even if it's fake. And we don't know if it's fake, but we also don't know if it's real. Honestly, just opinion-wise, based off of the, um, stuff Rashida said about, you know, his fucking daughter when she was a minor, it's not that hard to understand that it would be real, but obviously... For the sake of the um, alleged plaintiff, I would hope that it's not real, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. I would rather it be fake than it to actually have happened to someone just because of the sheer um, disgustingness of the entire thing. Like, the list of, like, rape, sexual misconduct, forcible touching, false imprisonment, severe bodily injury, battery, and the fact that there's more just makes this whole thing is it doesn't even sound real to me like how can someone do something to another human being like this yeah i mean i guess that the sad truth is it can be debated whether or not this uh, instance is real but the matter of the fact is that there are hundreds upon hundreds of cases that are real they're just like this Mm -hmm. has just as many allegations not allegations just as many crimes convicted to a victim, right? And probably the same arrangement of crimes as well. I mean, like you said, pe- people are fucked up, right? People are really fucked up. up. Human race is kind of fucked up. Yeah, I mean, okay, the next thing that we're talking about, even, even that's like a little, that's like pretty fucked up too. But uh, just because, you know, I like keeping things a little light on that mm-hmm. end. I, I mean, the next, the next part, I, I literally had to read the sentence in the article like 10 times before I genuinely understood what it was like trying to say because I thought I read it wrong, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, you're going to talk more about this, but our next uh, and last topic is going to be about the royal family accusations that came out recently. So, Anonymous claimed that Princess Diana's murder was executed by the British royal family. Uh, the group's tweet said that the princess had become aware of the sex trafficking ring in which the royal family was supposedly involved in and was working to collect testimonies from victims to expose the crimes. Uh, a 2002 article published by The Guardian does confirm that Princess Diana possessed a tape uh, consisting of a testimony of a ra- victim who had been raped in the palace. And I mean, like, that, that's like, that's that really caught, caught me off guard, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, everybody's done conspiracy theories about whether who killed Princess Diana and whether the royal family set it up, right? But, I mean, I just recently heard about the fact that this is why, and Anonymous also, like, the fact that such a, I want to say, okay, I don't want to say credible because I'm not sure if they're credible or not, but, like, they're pretty big, and the stuff they do is very real, and the information they get is very mm-hmm. real. So I don't, I mean, the fact that they're making such a big, like, fucking wacky storyline claim about Princess Diana, which could be true, right? Anything could be true. Yeah, right? I mean, it's crazy. Of course, I mean, it's disgusting that it happened. But looking onto the lighter side, like, what the hell, right? That's just, like, the weirdest combination of 
worst I've ever seen in my life. I know. I was like, I had to go to like five different websites and articles just to check because I was like, you know what? This looks fake. I'm just gonna look at the next. Yeah, article and the next exactly. One. I mean, like I even like went through like ten, twenty minutes of just scrolling through anonymous Twitter feeds mm-hmm. to find this tweet, and like I swear to God, the tweet was actually there, and I'm like, hmm, what? I mean, maybe anonymous Twitter got hacked, but also, like, how likely is that? Who the fuck is about to attack the Twitter of a group of people who could destroy their lives? You know, <laughs> exactly. Hacking them back, hacking them back and exposing like the their social security number. I know, right? Like, that's probably the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Like, that's, that's like, social, not social suicide, that's suicide, suicide. That's suicide, suicide. Okay, up till, like, I'm not saying Anonymous is, like, a credible source, but, like, again, the um they expose a lot of names during their operations, such as Operation Darknet and Operation, um, was it, uh, Blitzkrieg? Was it? Yeah, Op- Blitzkrieg, Blitzkrieg, yeah. Sorry for butchering this, um, but, um, Neither. yeah. Like, up till this point, I always thought that, like, Princess Diana was killed uh, because she was, at that point in her life, she was working against uh, landmines um, for the world, I think it was for the world, like, world peace organization or whatever, there was a lot of landmines, and she was working against landmine companies, and basically she, as a, like, a celebrity figure, she hurt their interests, so they had her killed. Like, that was one of the more plausible a conspiracy series I heard, and that was the one I thought that was like most likely. But then, like, I mean, I've, I've heard conspiracy theories of all kinds about Princess Diana's death, mm-hmm, you know? yeah. But I feel like this one's the most like, what the hell, you know? This one's the most out of the blue, yeah. I mean, can I say it's unbelievable? No, can I say that I would not want to believe it? Yes. But, you know, mm-hmm. like, what the hell? Yeah, what the hell? But, again... It sounds like a joke lineup, you know? Yes, exactly. I, it kind of it kind of sounded like a meme that someone just, like, slapped together last minute. Yeah, I mean, like, a, you know, one of the memes over... Fuck, any meme format would work for this. But it just sounds fake, you know? But, I mean, like, the fact that it could probably be 100% real is just... Mm-hmm. But now I'm I'm kind of like low key waiting for Anonymous to publish like, um you know information on this, and then like twenty years later maybe some student can be researching this and then they come across our podcast. Okay, you know what? I mean I I know you got um like curious real quick, but you're talking about Anonymous publishing things, and that just reminded me about how I was going to the Anonymous Twitter, <laughs> and I saw a bunch of fan art of with anonymous masks on and they were like cartoon drawings and they were like in sexual positions and they had like their shirt up and they were showing like chiseled abs and I was just like what the fuck I seriously and I saw this I saw this meme saying daddy anonymous was like oh my god it was what the fuck I sincerely hope you did not go to that twitter feed on your school computer um, I... No, 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 Twitter's blocked. Oh, okay, okay. Um, I was researching using my school computer yesterday because my home computer was, like, crashing every two seconds. 
um, and like, um, let's say just like a lot of the sites were blocked. But um, what I find really weird, and this is going off topic a little, but um, our school blocks Quora, quote Quora, the one with where you answer questions and stuff, but it doesn't block a Wiki fandom. Well, I mean, yeah, Wiki fandom is where you get all the reliable good information. <laughs> I remember yesterday I was I was searching for Operation Darknet and under like well I don't remember I think it was early background um under that tab there was just one word and it was the the yeah you know that's the that's the high quality uh, information you can't block you know mm-hmm, exactly yeah I mean like before we get uh, even more off topic with this conversation dwells even further into the fanfics about anonymous which. Apparently those are shit ton of. But the point is, before any of that happens, let's just go ahead and end it. Mm-hmm. So this is all we have to say about Anonymous. It's a very interesting group. Go research them if you're thinking of learning more about their operations, which we totally did not cover. want to see their fans. Yes, which we totally did not cover. <laughs> the fanfics and the operations. And this is it. And we're out.